kudos to Bezos and his space flight. Bernie Sanders hates all billionaires. A new series called The More I Listen, The Dumber I Become, my hero of the week. Hi, this is Rob Scott. Thanks for joining me. You know, I really loved uh, when I was a kid the space program and watching the mission to to the moon and all of the space shuttle launches and the work that you know the Challenger program uh, did, um, and all of the benefits that we have gotten from. And that we that we appreciate today as a result of the NASA program and the space program, and when I see uh, these guys, these uh, multi-rich, these billionaires, uh, putting their money where their mouth is and using their their own money to to do this stuff, and hey, listen, it's not the taxpayers' money that's doing this stuff; it's their own, it's their own ingenuity, their own their own vision that they are um, um, that they are using and uh, cultivating it's just a wonderful thing to see this stuff take place and i kudos to uh I'm really kudos to uh, bezos for doing this listen um he built a, a an empire with with amazon just you know listen everybody has been touched by amazon okay everybody has been touched by amazon especially this over this last year what would we have done without Amazon and ordering stuff online while we've been locked down in our homes and stuff like that and uh, spreading our you know our germs around each other in our homes. Uh, we've been able to still stay connected with the world and buy things and uh, and bring them right into our homes and um, and take because of this guy, because of his 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 insight. And yeah, you know what? He gets rewarded for it and good for him. I'm glad he, I'm glad he does. And I'm, you know, I feel like, you know, I was just online today when I got home from work and I ordered, I, 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 I when I got divorced, I forgot my, one of the most important things I forgot was my, um, was my waffle maker. <laughs> if you can believe that one, it was my waffle maker for goodness sakes. I had a nice, uh, commercial grade, uh, wearing, um, waffle maker. And um, sorry, I was just uh, playing with a video here, um, and I forgot to grab it when I left, and I'm really, really pissed that I did. So I had to get online, and I ordered a ordered a, a new waffle maker, you know, because I really like waffles. I like uh, pancakes too, but I don't know. There's just something about waffles and the, the the texture of them, and you can throw all kinds of fruit and stuff like that, and just really make yourself a nice big mess, and it's just so good and so tasty. Anyway, so I got on there today and ordered that. Now, I could have gone down to my Target, and I could have gone over the Bed Bath & Beyond. It's a couple miles away. But you know what? I got home, and I was exhausted. I, my job that I have, I deliver. You know, I deliver uh, and I'm, I'm busted by the time I get home sometimes. I am so exhausted, I just kind of get home, and I just kind of like lay in my bed for a minute and just kind of like uh, uh, just lay there and I go, oh, this feels so good. Or lay in my, uh, lay in my, uh, my sofa, my sofa with my feet kicked up and, and, and just relax and get all the weight off your feet for the day and everything. And it just feels so good. And, you know, sometimes I get home late and it's like I eat and then that's ready for bed and I have to get up early in the morning to start it all over again. And I really enjoy my job. Uh, it's fun and it gets me out and keeps me active you know, when you're 62 years old, the most important thing you can do in life is to stay active, and uh, it gives me an opportunity to do that. And I don't know where I'm. Oh, that's I, I was going to say I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, I, I do remember now. It's 
a little bit of mind loss every once in a while. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, but I'm really uh, appreciative that, that he created Amazon, and I get to take advantage of it. And the little bit of, uh, you know, what, what I order online and all the millions and millions and probably billions of people that take advantage of, uh, of, of his, uh, his business and making life easier for me and, and just millions of other people uh, allows him to be able to kind of do this, this, this kind of work that he's always had an idea. You know, it's like Elon Musk and, and, and uh, Richard Branson, they all have these 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 um, these visions of and and see things differently than you and I see things, and they and you know they have the money to be able to do this stuff. And uh, I look at it this way, you know, my waffle maker and all the stuff that I've purchased over the years through Amazon. Uh, maybe I get to take credit for maybe one of the snaps or something that's on his helmet, on his space helmet, or something like that. <laughs> you know, I get to take a little bit of uh, 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 credit for uh, for his little bit of his his trip. You know, and even uh, when they interviewed him, he he you know he thanked all those people who have supported him over the years and Amazon and. And really thank him because he said, "Really, you guys paid for this," <laughs> which is which is probably true. But you know what? It's his money. It's not the taxpayers' money that is doing this program. It's his money, and he's got the the, the soul, the heart, uh, and really the balls to kind of do this stuff and take the risk. And that's what makes these super wealthy guys super wealthy and successful because they understand and they have the stomach to put up their own money to do this kind of stuff. And we get to take advantage of all the new technologies and everything that are going to come out of this new ex, uh, space exploration that these guys are doing. Of course, there's always somebody who wants to bitch and complain about, you know, these these uh, multi-billionaires that we shouldn't have any billionaires. Of course, Bernie Sanders, he was sounding off about, uh, about uh, the trip to space and you know, these richest guys in the world are off to space, it says, and uh, concluded it's time to tax billionaires. Yeah, let's let's tax these guys so they can't do these wonderful things, the, the, these produce these new products and things. Let's just tax the living crap out of them so they can't take it. So they can't do the work that is going to change the world someday. You know, it's um, it's crazy. Uh, I found an article that I really liked, and I just kind of wanted to kind of share it with you. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, the commercialization of space is well underway, and like the development of new frontiers, it will benefit everyone, not just the rich. And that is so true. Yeah, right now it might be uh, that these uh, Bezos company, Blue Origin, uh, you know, is seeking to make space travel cheaper through reusable launch vehicles. And of course, that's a relative term for you and I today. It's not going to be the immediate future that we're going to be able to go into space. It's still going to be for the, the uh, super rich. Uh, but here's the thing. The knowledge that is gained from space tourism, it's going to uh, gradually democratize it. The National Association uh, the Na- oh, I'm sorry, the, N- the NSA reports that the development of commercial launch systems has already lowered the cost of reaching lower orbit by a factor of 20. Can you imagine what that's going to be like in the next two years, three years, 10 years? Um, the easier it is to get to space, the more attainable it will be to engage in profitable and innovative space activities. Progress is already being made. Uh, take this, uh, th- this company, uh, Sierra Space Large Integrated Flexible Environment Habitats. 
these things are designed to facilitate in-space manufacturing, pharmaceuticals and medical research, agricultural and tourism. It could also serve as a staging site for missions to the moon and even deeper into space. The past decade has seen an explosion of investment in space commerce. Uh, the economist Matthew Weinzel, and I hope I don't butcher his name, but I think I just did, has documented that the investment in startup space firms rose from less than $500 million per year. Five hundred. Yeah, let me. Uh, lost my place. So five hundred between two thousand and one and two thousand and eight. Okay, to around two point five billion per year, two thousand fifteen and two thousand sixteen. That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. The space a- analytics company Bryce Tech reports that in two thousand nineteen, space companies uh, raised over five point seven billion. That's a B billion in financing, up from three point five billion just a year prior in two thousand eighteen, and it's going to continue. These new companies are engaged in a range of activities, include space access like Blue Origin, along with providing more useful, higher quality images of Earth, building launch and satellite communication capabilities, improving supply chains, creating secure facilities in space, and developing abilities to mine asteroids and colonize to Moon or and Mars. Often funding for these ventures comes from the very wealthy like Bezos, Musk, and uh, Richard Branson. Um, and they have the they have the finances to do it and the stomach necessary to take the risk and losing large sums of money and to help uh, to to grow these ideas and to help move these new products that are eventually going to come along as a, as a result of their work. Um, the benefits of space commerce there is new medicines, cheaper manufactured goods, faster internet in remote parts of the world, new agricultural methods. Uh, will take time to reach everyone, but they surely will. Just like all the products and all the things of the research and that came out of the NASA program, which I'm going to talk a little bit about after I get done with this, the benefits that we that we have seen as individuals and as people as a result of the NASA program from years from the set from the 60s and 70s and 80s. Um, of course, Bernie Sanders wants to continue to bash them, and you know every billionaire is a, is a policy failure. Uh, billionaires should not exist. Well, if they didn't exist, then we wouldn't have people going to space on their own dime, and uh, we could all just live off the government like you have done for years and years. And yet, you know, you're a millionaire. I get, I, you notice that Bernie doesn't talk about millionaires anymore because he's a millionaire, and he has spent his whole life uh, sucking off the system. And now he has multiple homes. He's a millionaire, uh, so now it's changed from millionaires to billionaires because he hates million because he hates billionaires because they don't think that they do any good, yet they do. Okay, um, of course you all know Bezos. He's made his uh, fortune off of uh, off of um, Amazon, and I'm I'm thankful for Amazon. I don't know about you, but uh, I couldn't live without it. Um, there's a persuasive evidence that the rest of the society has benefited, benefited much more than Bezos, which is estimated to be worth about $204 billion. Uh, in 2004, a paper, uh, paper economist and Nobel laureate William Nordhaus found that only a minuscule fraction of the total benefits to society from the te- uh, te- technological uh, innovations accrues to the innovators. The, ve- the vast majority of the benefits of technological change is to the consumer. 
estimated he estimated that entrepreneurs themselves capture about 2% of the total benefit of their innovations. According to the back, uh, back of the envelope calculations based on Nordham's findings, Bezo has created over, get this, $9 trillion of value for the rest of the society. And yet Bernie hates billionaires. He hates the Elon Musks and the Bezos and the Richard Bransons of the world. Yet they're created, creating his estimates of almost $9 trillion in value to the rest of society. Wow. You know, I'll take that over windmills and Green New Deals any any time of the week. Uh, And and destroying, well, you know, (sighs) these guys are so so nearsighted that they just don't see uh, the future. They don't see what's right in front of them. It's incredible to me. Of course, he's not done yet. Uh, But pioneer in space commerce, Bezos and his uh, contemporaries are creating a legacy that will last a long time, way past their uh, distractors, and it will continue to uh, benefit us and so many generations to come. It's going to be a marvelous thing to see this, um, see what my children and what my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren get to take advantage of as a result of the work that these guys are doing, and I say thank you. Um, I, I wanted to kind of get on here and uh, look at some of the things that uh, that uh, space travel has. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, I got it here. Um, I don't know if you know these things. Some of you probably know these things, but um, here are some of the inventions uh, that we use every day. Uh, that were actually created by space exploration in the NASA program. Uh, number one, artificial limbs. Innovation originally designed for space vehicles, including artificial muscle systems, robotic sensors, diamond joint coatings, and temper foam, make artificial human limbs more functional, durable, comfortable, and lifelike. Um, scratch-resistant lenses. After NASA developed scratch-resistant astronaut helmets, the agency gave the license to Foster Grant Corporation to continue experimenting with scratch-resistant plastics, which now compromise most sunglasses and prescription glasses. That reminds me, I need to go get my eyes checked and get my my, uh, glasses, uh, get a new set of glasses. Um, I didn't know this one, the insulin pump. Needing to monitor astronauts' vital signs in space, the Goddard Space Flight Center created a monitoring system that had been adapted to regulate blood sugar levels and release insulin as needed. That comes from it. Firefighting equipment. The polymers created for the use in spacesuits have been valuable in creating flame-retardant, heat-resistant suits for firefighters. The newer suits also feature circulating coolant to keep firefighters from succumbing to heat and advanced breathing systems modeled after astronaut life support systems. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, dust busters. I, hadn't, I didn't know this. During the Apollo moon landings, NASA partnered with Black & Decker to invent uh, various battery-operated tools for drilling and taking rock uh, samples in space. This led to the creation of the, multi, um, the ultralight compact cordless dust buster. LASIK. Technology used to track astronauts' eyes during periods in space in order to assess how humans' frames of reference are affected by weightlessness has become essential for using during LASIK surgery. The device tracks the patient's eye position for surgery. Uh, Shock absorbers for building. Shock shock absorbers. That's always hard. Those two words put together always 
slow me down. Designed to protect equipment uh, during space shuttle launches are now used to protect bridges and buildings in areas prone to earthquakes. Solar cells. Out of a need to power space missions, NASA has invented and consistently improved photovoltaic, I can't say that word, photovoltaic cells sharing the advancement with other companies to accelerate the technology. And look what we have today <laughs> as a result of that. Water filtration systems. In the 1970s, NASA developed filtration systems that utilized iodine and cartridges and cartridge filters to ensure the astronauts had access to safe, tasteless water. This filter, filtering system is now standard, uh, and that's why we have all these wonderful things in our, in our, our refrigerators, and, uh, and uh, we have all this nice, clean water as a result of water filtration. Uh, we have better tires. After Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company invented the materials used in NASA's Viking Landy, Lander parachute shrouds, the company began using it uh, in everyday radial tires. The material is stronger than steel and adds thousands of miles uh, of life to your tires. Now you get 40, 50, 60,000 miles uh, out of a set of tires instead of 10 or 15. Wireless headsets, along with Two airplane pilots who invented the prototype of a wireless headset. NASA built a light, hands-free communication system that would allow astronauts to communicate with teams on Earth. The technology was utilized in Mercury and the Apollo missions. Uh, adjustable smoke detectors, invisible braces. I didn't know this. This is, a, this is interesting. After NASA and Ceridine invented, I think that's what you say, Ceridine invented a clear material that could protect... Um, Radar equipment from blocking uh, radar signals, Unitech Corporation, 3M, teamed up with Ceridine using the materials to invent invisible braces. Just think of where that's gone. Freeze-dried food. Uh, and no, uh, they did not invent uh, Tang. Uh, just a bunch of left. Freeze-dried foods during the long space missions where every ounce of weight and inch of space aboard a shuttle must be maximized. Freeze-dried foods have uh, become a staple. Freeze-dried foods are incredibly light, and they retain their nutritional value. Once reconstituted, they are also easier and more pleasant to eat than former meal sources that were packed into squeezed tubes. Camera photos. In 1990s, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory invented a lightweight miniature imaging system that required little energy in order to take high-quality photographs from space. The technology has become standard in cell phones and computers today. CAT scans, baby formula. Can you believe that? It's incredible what has come. Grooved pavements, air purifiers, memory foam, workout machines, home insulation, infrared ear thermometers. If you have kids, you've taken advantage of infrared ear thermometers in your house. Ice-resistant airplanes, portable computers. LEDs, 3D food printing, computer mouse, athletic shoes. All these are products. All these are given to us as advancements as a result of the space program that we all benefit from today. It's incredible what this, this space travel and this industry can produce. And I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to... Um, to what is what is going to come next? What is the next great product going to be? Is it going to be a result of these good these good guys doing their work 
and uh, and those people who are working with them to come up with new uh, new ideas, new products, uh, new systems that will make life better for us here on this earth. You know, you talk about saving the planet. You talk about uh, concerned about um, you know keeping the, the keeping the earth green and things like that. And um, you've got people like Elon Musk and these guys doing this kind of work is is incredible. So thank you, NASA. Thank you, Bezos. Thank you, uh, Musk. And thank you, Branson, for, um, for the money that you're putting out of your own pockets and for having the bravery and the stomach to be able to do this and put your money where your mouth is. It's incredible stuff. Now it's time for my, uh, my new little segment here that I've come up with. It's called, uh, the more I listen, the dumber I become. <laughs> and, uh, I get a lot of people sending me uh, different uh, video clips and things like that. And I'm not doing video right now. I haven't found myself a nice, a good hairstylist yet, so I haven't been able to get on and do, do my video yet. <laughs> That's my next step and <laughs> what I want to do. But uh, I wanted to share this. I got a couple of videos. Uh, one is the next segment is my, my heroes. And uh, or this one I, I just... I thought it was really interesting. I got to describe this young, this young lady here. She's got her hair shaved. It's not bald, but she's got her hair divided down the middle. Um, one, one part's black and one part's blonde. It's just right down the middle. She's got two eyes. She got her eyebrows. One's red and one is dark with uh, piercings on both. And then her eyes, she's got her makeup that's opposite of her Eyebrow. So she's got one side of her head and her eyes uh, outlined in red and the other in black. She's got glasses that are three times too big for her head. And then she's got her, of course, she's got her nose ring on and she's also got her lip piercings as well. And she talks about intersexuality and intersectionality and uh, noun, noun self pronouns and animal noun self pronouns. And you got to listen to this stuff. If you're not confused, about all these uh, these new uh, pronouns and stuff. Now you got to worry about people who think that they're animals. She says that she made a really loud, yelly video about this. I guess it was some lengthy thing that she did. And she wanted to get on here. This is about a minute long. I'm not sure what yelly is. I guess it's like a TikTok thing where you can get on there and, and uh, put your face up on yelly and yell, I guess. I don't know what it is. But here she is talking about these uh, animal pronouns. And hopefully I get this thing to work this time. A really loud yelly video about this, but I decided I will approach this in a more calm but stern manner. A lot of the people using kitty and pup and bunny self pronouns are neurodivergent minors. It is a very common neurodivergent experience to feel a disconnect from being human mm -hmm. and from, from the societal expectation of the gender you were assigned to birth. So when you have this intersection of feeling a disconnect from being human and a disconnect from the societal expectation of gender, whether you're neurodivergent or not, a lot of people have this experience who aren't neurodivergent. It's just very common with neurodivergent people. When this intersects, you get noun self pronouns and animal noun self pronouns. If you are not comfortable using someone's pronouns because you assume it's kink for some weird ass reason, don't interact with them and just shut up about it. Okay, I will take your advice and I will completely shut up because I don't know what you just said. 
and I have no idea what and how to respond to you. So the more I listen to you, the dumber I get. And the last part of my podcast today, I'd like you to uh, to share with you my hero uh, for today. This guy is an impersonator. Uh, he's got Trump down to a T, and I, I just made me laugh, and I really enjoyed this. So I hope that I get this to play. I think I should. Here he goes. Listen to this guy. He's credible. A quarter mile, you're going to make a left, okay? We're talking about a left onto Shortell Boulevard. A wonderful street. I built it with my own two hands. A beautiful street. I know a lot about it. Nobody knows Sortel like I know Sortel. You're going to make a left. And if you reach Bernie Sanders, you've gone too far left, okay? If you reach Bernie, you've gone too far. In three big, beautiful quarters of a mile, we're going to make a U-turn, okay? We're going to make a U-turn, turn around, or as Jen Psaki likes to say, we're going to circle back, okay? We're going to make the U-turn, the greatest U-turn the world has ever seen at Corpus Christi Drive, and we're going to turn it around faster than the world has ever seen. We're rerouting, or as I like to call it, lost, okay? We've got no clue where we are. We are more lost than a liberal after reading the Constitution. We're more lost than Sleepy Joe after leaving his basement, but we're going to get there soon, believe me. In a quarter mile, you're going to make a left. This guy is incredible, man. He's, I think this guy's name is Captain Deplorable or something like that. And he's got uh, Trump down to a T, I'm telling you. He's my hero of the week. Listen, thanks for listening to me. Uh, listen to my podcast. And I hope you guys have a great time out there. Remember, be safe. Be careful out there. It's a dangerous world that we live in. Hey, it's Rob Scott. And listen, if you like my podcast, please subscribe. You can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe there or whatever format you like to listen to. Uh, please subscribe. Tell your friends about it. And let them, you can go to my, uh, my website, which is robscottpodcast.com, or you can get me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. Please subscribe. Let everybody know. And again, thanks for listening. Be careful out there. It's a dangerous world. <laughs>